Hello, my loves. Welcome to the Vibrant Coven Podcast. Welcome back. For some of you who know me, I'm Kellyanne. I am an inner unfolding guide. I carry the lantern on the path ahead, but I also share the light so that where our paths divert and go off in different directions, you know that you have what you need to find yourself or find your way back again. It's a good shit. Mm. And on the journey of life, we often experience sort of like a growth spurts where we're just (laughs) in intense growth uh, periods and experiencing a lot of stretching pain. We also experience learning curves. And I talk about the learning curve in this episode, in this full episode that was already released on Wednesday, but I wanted to give you the full one here because it's such a short one. So I figured, oh, let me just, let me just give them the whole thing. Let me, let me just give them the whole thing instead of the, you know, a juicy tidbit. Because this whole thing is a big juicy tidbit. And I'm so excited to be able to share it with you. If you would like to be a part of the Vibrant Coven or the community, the Inner Unfolding Journey community, head over to Patreon where you will find so many resources, including, but not limited to, the access to monthly events as well as uh, the ability to ask questions and, and pose Uh, questions or um, request topics for me to discuss on the podcast or request um, classes, request learning modules for me to post on YouTube and into the Vibrant Coven. So there's some pretty cool stuff in there and I hope you you join us over there uh, for $5 a month. You could get all of the uh, podcast episodes in full, and there are a lot of other cool things over there. You can check it out at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Vibrant Coven, and I hope you do, because it's a pretty cool space, and I hope you enjoy this episode of the Vibrant Coven podcast, all about their learning curve. Enjoy. I was just practicing a little intentionality around integrating some of the things that I want to teach. Because ultimately, when you teach or when you guide others, You're hoping that you're making their journey easier because your journey has been hard and you've also seen how your journey has been made easier when you've had a guide or you've had someone teach you how to operate within yourself. Not from a place of solving things for you, but to help you witness your own way of doing things and figure it out with full permission to be 
to, for it to look different or feel different or sound different to you than it does to everyone else. That's ultimately for me what I hope that teaching does in all of the spaces where I show up and I get to reveal that, again, I don't know everything. I am so deep in the learning journey. And I have a lot more, a lot more um, learning to go. I originally wanted to come and make this message. I was trying to tune back into what my original message was because (laughs) it's a very big message, so there's a lot to it. And, um, you know, that's why we have guides, because we can get lost (laughs) in the so muchness of every little part of our journey. And when it starts to get uncomfortable... That's when we desire other people to do it for us or to show up like our fairy godmother and just make it easier. (laughs) Uh, Or even just, you know, connect with people who will affirm that we're doing things the right way so we can continue to give ourselves permission to do it that way. (sighs) But the word learning curve was coming up for me and that's what I really wanted to share is that when you're experiencing a learning curve as with any orbit the velocity will change the intensity with which you move through a learning curve is different from the times when you're integrating and you're um, in sort of like a plateau, which is just another word to say, a stable space where what you've learned is securing itself in all the areas of your life. The learning curve is like a like a car on a racetrack. You know, the G-forces are going to be stronger. (laughs) They're going to pull you harder and make you more uncomfortable at the times when the learning curve has pulled you in and it's it's time to move through another... Another... Mm. Level up. Level up. (laughs) Power up. I mean, could you imagine experiencing a power up and it and it wasn't intense? (laughs) Right? It it like just doesn't make doesn't make any sense. A a power up is something that you feel intensely. And as I'm holding this big, giant, smooth rock of green opal against my chest. And I started recording this 
at 11.10 a.m. on 10.11, October 11th, 2020. Um, I feel that there's... We've got a lot of straightaways, you know, straight paths that once we're on it, it's like, okay, I know I just need to keep staying on this path until I get into another fork in the road or whatever. But those learning curves, they not only make us feel like we're going in the wrong direction, first of all, because they throw us in through the loop into the opposite direction that we think we're supposed to be going. But the other side of learning the learning curve is that it's not just um our our journey isn't a straightaway. Sometimes it feels like it's a straightaway because it's actually this long orbital spiral. And everything that we're experiencing needs to be sometimes at a slow pace where we're taking it in and processing, reassessing. And other times we need to feel the vulnerability of being pulled through something that um, is hard to assess, is hard to process, is hard to deal with because it's still in the in the middle of being dealt with. Hmm. We just want to snap our fingers and see our fairy godparent show up and fucking fabulously <laughs> make all of the the bullshit disappear and at least until midnight give us some sense of celebration for where we're at (laughs) but when those reassurances don't come or when we're really realizing that I'm I'm not meant to be made comfortable in this situation. I'm I'm meant to be uncomfortable and just endure because this moment is temporary and it won't last forever. That's when you start to experience the we effect. <laughs> Cuz on a roller coaster when you go through a curve, I mean that's like the but you know that it's launching you into the next part into a loop or into something exciting a deep plunge or uh an upward now i'm like completely mixing analogies but i hope y'all are i hope y'all are understanding what i mean by Feeling the intensity and the discomfort of a learning curve <laughs> as I rub this green opal on my chest in a in a figure eight in an infinity pattern, 
which feels really good on my muscles, like on my chest and my armpit muscles. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Oof. I hope y'all understand that even as a teacher, I want to feel more comfortable when I'm uncomfortable <laughs> being pulled with the the major gravitational force of your changing directions. This is what you asked for. This is what the universe knew that you needed. This is, you know, the the deadline for this experience has come. And now it is due. All things happen in due time. And my comfort right now as I'm experiencing discomfort is not yet due. (laughs) I haven't reached my discomfort deadline yet where I get to switch back into comfort yet. And I believe it's so powerful to share with y'all that this is normal. This is a part of the experience and this is a part that must also be preserved and protected and that we must empower ourselves in while we're in it because like everything in life we can have a very particular perspective toward discomfort or comfort or Sometimes comfort goes too far and then it becomes numbness or it becomes avoidance. So even the things that we think feel good sometimes lose their goodness, lose their shine. Our perspective changes how we feel toward things that we may have labeled as good or bad previously. And now... I don't think discomfort is bad. I think discomfort has saved me from a lot of things that I didn't deserve to feel so fucking bad about. It was only because my perspective on the discomfort I was experiencing was what I was focusing on. My perspective was that I should feel bad, I should feel guilty, I should feel ashamed, I should feel dirty. But they're not actually bad. Being dirty is fun. (laughs) Being ashamed is something to learn from. Guilt and shame are are things that when we perceive them as bad, we experience them as bad. But when we experience them as good, when we endeavor to perceive them as good, then we ultimately open doors windows of opportunity for the universe to show us how they have been good in our lives. 
I went through two years of being ashamed and in denial because I didn't want anybody to know that I had herpes and I didn't really believe that I had it. I just felt like if if I have this, then I'm the stupidest, most worthless person in the world, dumbest most thoughtless, most careless, most insecure. All of these things that I didn't want to admit that I actually kind of was. I actually kind of was being careless when I was sleeping with people post, post-traumatic breakup. And also a lot of people that I loved who are really close to me and really important to me, had died recently at the same time that I had my breakup. So it was like, you know, I felt really uncomfortable with all of the pain I was experiencing and all of the grief. But when I started to see the beauty in it, and I started to see the value in it, then I started to see the beauty and value in myself cheesy as fuck but like that's ultimately where perceiving every part of you or every experience that you go through as good and bad duality (laughs) when we start to perceive things as both not one or the other see a learning curve as an opportunity to grow, obviously, and also an opportunity to shed and release, to do both, to be a whole, a whole being, ugh. The need for permission to do what we do. How we do it. Just like becomes inherent. Becomes um, infinite. Because then nothing that we do could ever be truly bad. And nothing that we ever do could be truly good. Nothing is ever at a hundred percent and so perfectionism just falls apart (laughs) and unworthiness that sense of I'm I'm the fuck up like I'm the reason why everything uh, sucks or I always do things wrong, or I am a bad person, or I am always the worst person in the room. Like, whatever you have to say about yourself all goes out the window. (laughs) We get to be all things. And I hope as you experience your learning curves and your straightaways, all parts of the racetrack or roller coaster, whichever you feel like your life your life looks like. Um, 
You deserve to feel it all. And all of your feelings deserve to be all. Thank you for receiving me. Thank you for receiving yourself. You're here for a reason. You're here for you because this is something that you needed. So thank you for showing up. Thank you for loving yourself and hearing yourself. Thank you for perceiving yourself as whole and complete. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you and how far you've come. You are deserving of all the love you desire. Mwah.